Season 2 of the Cafe Nervosa podcast. I'm Taryn. And I'm Lauren. We're two ladies who have a deep and abiding appreciation for the 1990s NBC sitcom Frasier. In this podcast, we're going through the show season by season, and we're talking about specific topics as we go. We will lovingly dissect the episodes and plots, share clips featuring our favorite jokes, and gush over Roz and Lilith. In this episode, we're talking about how the show portrays sexuality, and for season two, that means cheering on the depiction of an openly gay man and praising the age-appropriateness of Fraser's paramours. So, pour yourself a flute of champagne and hop from bed to bed at your ski lodge as we talk about season two of Fraser. Before we get into today's topic, here is a refresher on season two of Frasier. So recall that at this point, Frasier is settled into his life in Seattle and that his hair is still being worn in a really unattractive skullet. In season two, Frasier's main relationships are with Madeline Marshall, the woman he takes to Bora Bora, and Dr. Honey Snow, the self-help book author. Niles and Maris are together, but Niles suspects Maris of having an affair with a Bavarian fencing teacher. Daphne has long hair and bangs, and not much other story. So let's get into it. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. So I want to talk about the episode The Matchmaker. In this episode, Fraser tries to set Daphne up with the new station manager, Tom. Fraser spends the episode trying to get Tom and Daphne together, only to find out that Tom is gay and thought Fraser was coming on to him. Here's a clip of the moment when Fraser and Tom clear the air about the misunderstanding. And for context, there's a laugh break in the clip, and that is a visual joke of Daphne angrily taking off her lucky bra when she hears that Tom is gay. Listen, Tom, uh, I'm sorry, but we seem to have gotten our lines crossed here. Uh, the truth is, I'm entirely straight. Hey, if you're not interested, just say so. No, no, it's true. I really am. I just invited you to dinner because you seemed so charming and you were so fond of the British. I thought you might be the perfect man for Daphne. Oh, I can't believe this. You really had no idea that I'm gay? Don't take this wrong, but it never even occurred to me that you might be gay. Well, it never even occurred to me that you might be straight. Thank you. Jeez, Tom, you know, I I feel just awful. It seems I've just been leading you on all night. Oh, it's okay. Honest mistake. Yes, but I've been pouring you drinks, building up your hopes, making you think you might have found a man sophisticated and sensitive enough to help you. Major... I'll learn to love again. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, 
You'll apologize to Daphne for the rest of my days. So let's just take a moment to appreciate that this is 1994. We have an openly gay man who is the station manager of a radio station. He's not at all ashamed of his sexuality. He doesn't hide it. He doesn't talk about it, but more in a professional context. Like, you don't have to talk about your love life in at your place of work. Mm-hmm. It, But he doesn't hide it at all. It's so great. A nice thing about this episode is that Tom's gayness is never the joke. The jokes come around the misunderstanding that's created by him assuming that Fraser's gay. Um, and not because it's wrong to be gay, but because it's funny. It's funny to have misunderstandings. Exactly. Lauren, what did you want to talk about? I wanted to talk about the women on the show and how their sexuality is portrayed in season two. I, I want to applaud the fact that they all have active sex lives that are discussed on TV. That's a big step. And not for jokes. And not for jokes. Uh, we'll get to Roz in our full episode about her, but you and I both know that Roz is getting it. All day. In season two, Daphne actively seeks out a relationship, um, and she appears to get down in a park. Great job, Daphne. Uh, here's a fun clip of Daphne explaining her rules for sexy times. <laughs> Why is it so important this is our third date? Well, Daphne, uh, sexual mores being what they are in America, the third date is usually the place where two healthy adults decide whether or not to... <laughs> take it to the next level. Yeah. Excuse me? What kind of a randy custom is that? First date, second date, whoops, let's all pitch a knickers. <laughs> The third date might mean that to you Americans, but it takes more than three dinners to get bangers and mash with Daphne Moon. It apparently does not take more than three dinners to necessarily get bangers and mash with Daphne Moon. It takes four. She goes for another date. Oh. It's the fourth date for the Brits, we learn. Great job, Daphne. <laughs> um, so that's great. Daphne's out there. She's doing her thing. Uh, we have Lilith in this season going on a sex vacation with her new boyfriend, Brian. In quite the swimsuit. She's in quite the swimsuit. I think we might talk about Lilith in our episode on women, just guessing. We definitely will and do. <laughs> then you have Maris, who is repeatedly joked about for how cold she is with Niles. But Niles strongly suspects her of having an affair with a fencing teacher. And it's clear that she could be getting down. It's just she just doesn't like Niles. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> we also have Bibi using her sexuality as a weapon, which we're going to talk a little bit more about in just a moment. And you have Dr. Honey Snow being in complete control of her sex life. It's a varied and a positive portrayal of these white women's various sex lives. It's great to see these ladies with, as you say, varied sex lives. It's unfortunate they're all white women, but... It's 1994. We're going to take it as a win. The next topic I wanted to address, which is another feather in the cap of the show, Frasier, is that all of his sexual partners in this season are age appropriate to the actor. You've got to be kidding me. I am not kidding you. I looked them all up. And so we have Dr. Honey Snow, who is a Canadian actor um, and model. Her name is Shannon Tweed, a former runner-up Miss Ottawa. What? <laughs> yeah. 
She's big, big in the <laughs> Nippian scene, I would guess. <laughs> Shannon Tweed is just two years younger than Kelsey Grammer. Perfectly appropriate. Great. We have Madeline Marshall, uh, who's the woman that Fraser takes to Bora Bora. She's played by an actor named Joe Beth Williams, who is six years older than Kelsey Grammer. You're blowing my mind. Now I've seen everything. This is insane. The great Harriet Sansom Harris is the same age as Kelsey Grammer. This just doesn't happen in the world. It really does not. Look up any cast now of anything and you'll see a huge age disparity between the men and women. I have a clip from the episode called Agents in America Part 3. This is where Bibi is negotiating a new salary for Fraser, And after a long night of tense negotiations with the station, she finally gets him the raise. They proceed to drink a bunch and it appears that they've also slept together. Here's a clip of them the morning after. I think they were a little shocked. Well, I... I'm a little surprised myself. Let's not kid ourselves. We both knew this would happen someday. We did? The signs were all there. The glances, the furtive smiles. (laughs) You know what would really hit the spot right now? My God, you're a machine! (laughs) Coffee. I meant coffee. I'll get it. Oh, no, 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 that's not necessary. Good morning, Nile. What a lovely surprise. We were just about to sit down to a big family breakfast. Won't you join us? I will say, when I watched this episode, I was not sure that they actually slept together because Frasier wakes up on the couch, Bibi's in his room, and I was, I just kind of thought maybe she was gaslighting him to further the the negotiations. Yeah, the rest of that episode is her using their sexual encounter to manipulate him into doing stuff, and it's not clear at all that they actually slept together. You're totally right. I mean, she's wearing his shirt, but like... But you could just... He could pass out. You can go get his shirt and go to sleep in his bed. Like, easy peasy. Easy peasy. Yeah. It is weird that they have him wake up on the couch. Yeah. It's like they knew we would be watching it and dissecting it. (laughs) It is like that. (laughs) Another relationship that we see from season two of Frasier is from the episode called Slow Tango in South Seattle. This is where Frasier loses his virginity to an older woman. And it's more than notable that the actor playing the older woman, a woman named Constance Towers, is legitimately older than Kelsey Grammer. She is, in fact, 22 years older than him. This is amazing. It is great. I wanted to talk a little bit more about that episode in particular. So... Frasier's old friend writes a best-selling romance book dealing with the affair he had with his piano teacher when he was 17, and Frasier has to confront his guilt about how he left her. And before we talk a little bit more about it, I do want to clear the air about the topic, and that is what we are dealing with here is rape, and it's a crime because Frasier was underage at the time. Yeah, that's rape. However, given the context of the show, we will proceed with talking about this story with the understanding that Frasier as a teenager was not harmed, and he indeed sees himself as a responsible party within the relationship. And I have a clip of Frasier reflecting on the relationship. Now look! (laughs) This was not some tawdry older woman lusting after young flesh. 
Clarice and I cared for each other. She showed me a, a world I'd never known. Wouldn't know again for six and a half years. <laughs> Fraser lovingly talks about his first steps into sexuality. And I believe he says his first uncertain steps towards manhood. <laughs> or similar. <laughs> that is indeed what he says. Gross. And he praises Clarice, his piano teacher, for being a very kind ambassador for Frasier during this normally awkward time. I have a clip of Clarice's feelings on the relationship as well. You're here because of that book, aren't you? Yes, and I'd like to apologize right off. Uh, I told that story to Mr. Fallow in confidence. It was never meant to be in print. There's no need to apologize. That was a a lovely time in my life. It was nice to relive it. So, are you married? Divorced. You? I never married. As you mentioned, Lauren, the actress Constance Towers is older than Kelsey Grammer, and it is made clear that Clarice is much older than Frasier. This is awesome, especially because when they come face to face in in present time, Frasier finds himself compelled to ask her out again, asking out a much older woman, and she's in her 50s or 60s. We're not, they don't exactly specify in the episode. And she turns him down because she's still uninterested in dating 40-year-old men. It's pretty awesome that they show a woman who has no interest in dating men in her prescribed age bracket. That's unusual and super cool. Yeah, definitely. Something I found really interesting in season two that you sort of mentioned, Lauren, is that Maris's sex life doesn't include Niles. She has one or there's a suggestion of one it just doesn't involve her husband Mm -hmm. because they are a society marriage they're meant to look good to the outside world but neither of them are satisfied personally or sexually within the relationship Mm -hmm. she isn't frigid as they make constant jokes she just doesn't want to bone niles yeah that's pretty great in season two the show really doubles down on using sex and sexual situations for comedic purposes. We saw this in season one when Niles got kicked out of his house after he was doing some pirate role playing wearing, uh, he got kicked out of his house wearing only an eye patch. And this gets even more farcical in season two. The two-part episode called Adventures in Paradise is all about Fraser's sexual frustration and his eventual humiliation because of it, of course. And for a network sitcom that was part of NBC's must-see TV lineup, I think any depiction of sex is progressive, and they, they really go for it, which I appreciate. Totally. Our next segment is 1990s Nonsense, where we discuss aspects of the show that have not aged as well as others. Reminder, it has been 25 years since the show premiered, and a lot has changed. Lauren, start us off. 
Sure. So the nonsense I bring is, I mean, all of this is rough. It's rough. We had to really narrow it down, and there's a lot of problems this season. There's a lot of problems, for sure. The one I've chosen to talk about is the episode called Daphne's Room, where Fraser keeps going into her room, even though she's asked him not to. It's That's problematic. For It's all bad. But she talks about in that episode that her brothers used to sexually harass her and peek in on her while she was in the shower. Um, And she had lots of brothers and she talks about this being like a terrible thing. And then Frasier does it to her. Like it's sort of inadvertent, but who cares? It's awful. (laughs) It's just awful. And that Daphne doesn't realize that it was a disgusting thing that happened to her. It's a bummer. And they play it as a joke, like how funny that her one brother who we assume is gay didn't look at her in the shower but it's not funny it's super gross it's a major bummer bummer city Taryn what nonsense do you bring the nonsense I brought I came at it from a slightly different angle and it's basically the entirety of the episode the unkindest cut of all where after Eddie gets a lady dog pregnant and (laughs) (laughs) they it that dog has puppies Frasier forces Martin to get Eddie neutered. Right. And the whole episode is them sort of bickering about how awful it is to get a dog neutered (laughs) because your balls are your manhood and what would a dog do without his balls? Right. And, like, first of all, that's just irresponsible pet ownership and that sucks. Mm -hmm. And then they all feel, like, personally attached to Eddie's balls <laughs> and it's I crappy. I don't like it. Yeah. Turning back to things we love about the show. It's that time where we recommend an episode for you from the first season. Taryn, what is your pick? I'm recommending the episode The Matchmaker. It's just an all-around positive representation of a gay man. Woo. (laughs) Woo, indeed. That episode's great. Yeah. Lauren, what are you recommending? The episode I have chosen is the two-parter called Adventures in Paradise. Great choice. Thank you. Uh, This is, again, where Fraser takes Madeline Marshall to Bora Bora because he wants to have sex with her. Um, And him being sexually frustrated, it just always works. It's always funny. He's driven mad by the presence of Lilith. Extra points. It's great. Super great. Thanks for listening to Cafe Nervosa. Check out our other episodes. They're in Apple Podcasts and on Google Play and on our website at cafenervosapodcast.com. On our website, I make episode recaps for each of our podcasts that include links, GIFs or GIFs, and other observations, including how many times we mention Lilith. So check those out. Uh, Taryn's recaps are amazing. You should definitely look at them. Please also go right now and follow us on Instagram. We're at Cafe Nervosa Pod. We'd like to thank Colette Jonas for composing our awesome theme music. And we would love it if you would help us spread the word about our show by telling the Niles to your Fraser or the Daphne to your Martin about Cafe Nervosa.
We like to end every episode with clips of our favorite jokes from the season based on our theme. Lauren, you are up. This joke is from the episode Slow Tango in South Seattle, where Fraser is talking to his former piano teacher and lover. Do you still keep it up? Well, the piano. <laughs> yes. Taryn, what joke do you have? All you need to know here is that Martin's great. You mean to tell me that young man is based on you, Dr. Crane? Yes, he is. But did Thomas J. Fellow have the grace to thank me? No! My name isn't even listed in his acknowledgments. What's it about, anyway? That is not important. It's about his first time. <laughs> thank you, Daphne. Your first time doing what? <laughs> Changing a flat tire. <laughs> oh, so this whole book's about the night you can see Frederick. <laughs> Very amusing, Dad. I'd be happy to know that was not my first time. <laughs> hey, I'm happy to know it wasn't your only time. <laughs>